Hello, bonjour, assalamu alaikum. Welcome to Stand Out from the Crowd, the first live podcast dedicated to no BS leadership. So if you like us, if you like the stories you hear on this podcast, tell your friends and colleagues to go over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and to give us a five-star review because we do deserve it. We are worth it. Don't you think so? I hope you do, because I strongly believe it. <laughs> As an entrepreneur, you are constantly juggling multiple responsibility and wearing many hats. We know that. But what happens when you neglect your own well-being? Join us as we explore the transformative power of self-care and how it can help you not only survive, but thrive in both your business and your personal life. Our standout guest today, Ghislaine Orth, is a personal development coach who helps women to be kind, loving, and compassionate to themselves. Please help me welcome Ghislaine to the Standout Podcast. Hello. Hello. Hello, everybody. How are you doing, Ghislaine? Yeah, great. I'm feeling really great, and thank you for having me, and I'm really happy to be here today. The first question I like to ask all the guests is um, if I would ask uh, your loved ones uh, to, do, to describe you using three words, what would that be? I think, I hope they would, they would say I am courageous, uh, independent, a beauty addict also not with a beauty with a capital b oh tell us more about the beauty addiction here i see beauty everywhere i see beauty everywhere in in people in nature in colors i love to paint i love to draw i love going to art exhibitions it's it just fuels me so awesome. you are creative yeah you are creative i i love that i usually start the interview by questioning about the early influences you know i think it's important and 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 i love to know you know what shaped you uh, from a, a very early age but when i was reading your story that really touched me and and i know that, that this, this is something that you want to talk about you wrote you had a bipolar father imprisoned by his illness a sister who died by feminicide in 1999 and so the road to resilience is long. And you know, when you're telling me that you see beauty in everything, I'm like, wow, having, you know, this background experience that is kind of heavy and being able to see the beauty still in everything, this is really what resilience is about. So tell us a little bit more about your story and how it shaped your journey and it shaped your character as a woman. Yes, with pleasure. It's really important for me to, to speak about it. Since, uh, yes, in 1999, my, my sister first died and then five months later, my father died. <laughs> so it was a tough, very tough year for, for, for me and for all my, uh, my family. Uh, from a family of five, we, the rest of us were three, <laughs> three women. And, uh, yes, and, it, it has been a, a long, dark and painful road, but it has also been a beautiful, bright and joyful road. So all the lessons that I've learned uh, along the way, I am eager now to, to share it with others 
So we, we all experience uh, in, in our lives, we go through periods and, and stages in our lives and we all deserve to be supported, heard, helped at each stage of the evolution because you, you can easily understand that uh, from the, the, the moment that I, uh, that I, uh, I happened to, to know that my sister died, the problem, the, the difficulty of, 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 of it was she was living in Italy. So it was all <laughs> complicated, uh, very complicated, very complex situation to deal with. And uh, from the moment you know this, uh, sad, uh, this sad news, and today <laughs> there, there is uh, various, very, uh, very, very various uh, levels of evolution and steps that I go through. And uh, yeah, my, my, my approach is to be very uh, authentic and, and pragmatic. All I, have, all I have experienced, all I have tested because I did some therapies. I, I helped myself also, also for my body to heal, my mental to heal. I use a lot of uh, medicinal and natural therapies so i'm eager now to, to 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 share them and to help people because we all experience uh, dark times in our lives yeah. yeah we do we do and we're gonna talk a, a little bit more in details on how you now help people uh, navigate uh, their own journey so growing up did you have any influences you know people that you were looking up to um, well, maybe it's weird, but I, I, I felt from, from as long as I can remember, I only count on myself and I had a, a very strong intuition that you are, you are only alone. It's not sad for me to say that you are alone in your life. You are with yourself. So the best thing, the, the, the best thing to do is to know yourself to invest on yourself, yeah. love yourself, <laughs> to be kind to yourself, because at the end you will be alone. When True. you die, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I don't want it to be, to be sad, but for me, it's not sad to be alone. It's, it's important to, to, to feel, to feel good when you are alone, because you only have to deal with yourself in life. You know, when I hear you speaking, I'm like, she's probably an introvert. Would you consider yourself an introvert? Yes, absolutely. Yes, yes team introverts, we're here because we love <laughs> being by ourselves, you know, being uh, alone. And there is a difference between being alone and being lonely, right? Yes, and so that's yes. why it's important to say it's, it's not sad when, you know, you are able to enjoy time with yourself by yourself actually this is kind of powerful and um so I, now I you say, sorry yes. i would say that i i am hypersensitive you know this kind of people that are uh, so i have a, a brain like a web i have all my uh, senses uh, hearing seeing uh, uh, you know all, all my five senses are at a level that the normal people uh, don't feel the, the, the same way as hypersensitive uh, people. So I would just say that hypersensitive people are often introvert people, but most, uh, most of the time 
hypersensitive people, the, the, the fact that we are always, um, we are always uh, stimulated. Yeah, 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 our senses are, are always at a high level. So we need time alone. We need uh, to have sensorial breaks. So you don't feel anything, you don't smell anything, you, you know. So it's, I, I, I would like also to add that because it's a, it's a, it's a key to, to understand how, how I, I am, how, how I am because I am hypersensitive. So all the people that are the same experiencing the same, they will understand. <laughs> exactly. So how do, how do you take a break? Because everywhere you look, when you look around, you are stimulated. You know, there are stimulators everywhere. So how do you take a, a real break? Like, do you um, stay in a room in the dark and no one can come in? So how do you take a, a real break, actually? So I have the, the I'm, I am lucky enough to be working at home and I can do whatever I want during the day. So yes, sometimes I sit on a chair in front of a white, of my, of a white wall. And for 10 minutes, I only look at this white wall with no paints on it, no, nothing, just a plain white wall. And it gives me back energy because wow. there is no stimulation. Interesting. And Interesting. at the beginning, I was thinking, wow, it, it will be hard to stay 10 minutes. And the first time I did it, I, I stood uh, 15 minutes and I didn't uh, realize. It helps you to focus, to center, then to, to yeah. Interesting. It's not a question of focus for me. It's a question of, uh, it, 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 is, it is quiet for me. I become more calm and it's, um, yeah, it's, it soothes me, yeah. Okay, great. Uh, so for all the hypersensitive person listening to us, uh, here you go. If you feel like drained because of the environment you live in, you know that you can sit down or simply look at the wall for 10 minutes, a blank wall, right? A blank canvas. And so in order to calm yourself down. So moving forward to your professional career now, you have built a, a 20 plus year a career in the luxury industry um, as an analyst with uh, Rolex. And the industry, the, the, the luxury industry, uh, is an industry where every day excellence is the norm. So I'm wondering if there is an impact and if if yes what would what is the impact you know of working in an environment where you have to keep such high standard on a daily basis like does it inf impact your your stress of your level of stress um you know your um self-awareness like tell us a little bit more about evolving within the luxury industry well, uh, first, I have to say that it was really comfortable for me because I love beauty and I was working in maybe, <laughs> I don't know the other companies, but it was beautiful everywhere at Rolex. It was really, it was luxury inside the offices, inside the boutiques. It was, it was beautiful everywhere for, for my eyes. So I felt very comfortable. Uh, with that, and it fuels me. Uh, it fueled me uh, during all these uh, 19 years. Um, and yes, yes, for me it was also comfortable, but it was uh, not good for me 
sometimes that I have myself a really high level of uh, of uh, of uh, of perfectionism. I am also an hyper perfectionist, <laughs> so it it was it it really uh, it really we my, me and and this company we had this high uh, quality in common, and I would say that. Um, I was in the path of, of healing that uh, and calming and, and letting go, but it was not really uh, easy to do it when I was working there because you had to, yes, I, I was dealing with my internal clients. I was working in cross-functional uh, projects and uh, yes, I, I, I was considering the, the internal clients like clients in the boutiques. So there was always this level of, uh, of high uh, demand, of excellence, of, of, uh, of uh, the, 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 the expectations were, were really high, but I liked it. I, li I, I love the challenge. I really like to put myself uh, out of my comfort zone and, and, and I have this goal of, um, yeah, of always uh, doing better and I am an eternal learner too, so I love to do to to be in this company because it it gave me so much uh, opportunities to grow, to learn. So yes, it's sometimes it's heavy, sometimes it's like a mold. You know, you have to put yourself in the mold. But yeah, once again, I I, I thought that was really a good uh, a good. Um, a good combination between this this brand in particular, this mythical brand, and and my my character, which is yeah, which are quite quite the same, if I can say that. <laughs> sure, of course you can say that. You can say anything you want here. <laughs> so um, so you decided to leave a uh, 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 Rolex or so that beautiful career to focus on you know coaching women. And as you said at the beginning, you know, you went through your own journey with uh, its dark side. And all of us, every single one of us, we are going through our own journey with the ups and downs, you know. And so from what you have learned and the resiliency that you have built, uh, you decided, you know, it was time for you to transition and, and help other women, you know, navigate their own journey. Why? Why did you make that decision? Why do you feel like now your calling is to help other women navigate their own journey? Well, I have to say I, I was uh, helped by a coach. I worked with a coach and we, <clears throat> we worked a lot on my, my purpose. What is my purpose in life? What, why I, am I here? Why have I experience so much darkness and so much stress and so much pain um, and yes I think it's really important to to put some uh, light on 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 the darkness not only to 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 enlighten all the, all this uh, this pain but to to understand what and and I truly believe that challenges challenges in life are here for you to discover who you are, mm -hmm. and it's it's really more easier for me to say that uh, twenty plus years after my sister and my father died, I have 
I have worked on it. I have uh, I have a seven years uh, therapy behind me, so it's it's easy for me to say that. But really, I believe uh, today much more than than ever. Then challenges are here for you to know yourself, to know, and to show you your strength because yeah. we are more strength that we that we think we are. We are stronger than we believe we are, indeed. And and I often say it, you know, it's when you have your back against the wall that you discover uh, the strengths that you have from within that you mm -hmm. would have never thought of. So that that's that's very true. And why is it that you feel like a woman needs support? Um, do you see, so from your professional career in the luxury industry and now from your career as a, as a coach, do you see any patterns, uh, patterns among women and in terms of the challenges that they are facing navigating their own journey? Yes, I think I'm... I am especially well. My 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 background also explains why, why I am focusing on on women. Women are still today victims of domestic violence, of uh, uh, various, uh, sadly, uh, a still big amount of uh, violence, every kind of violence, physical violence, psychological violence. Since the pandemic, I know, uh, I am sure, and some studies are showing that, that it's getting worse. Mm -hmm. um, yes, women are for me, uh, um, I think when, when women will understand that when they keep their, their power to themselves, towards themselves, when, when they can send all this kindness, this patience, this uh, resilience, when they will understand that they have to put this towards themselves and stop wasting that energy outside of themselves. I am not saying that women have to stop taking care of, <laughs> of the others, but women, we are raised to do so. Since mm -hmm. centuries and centuries, we are raised to take care of others. And now we have to uh, learn to take care of ourselves to put all the energy we put outside ourselves to put back and to keep it for ourselves. And uh, I would like to say that focus on yourself as a woman is the contrary of selfishness. And it is very basic to understand. When you remember a day when you a day or week on vacations or whatever you spend some time some you treat yourself you were with some friends you spent a good time can you remember can you remember how, how do you how do you feel mm -hmm. you feel great you feel calm you feel relaxed so imagine that every day you spend every day 10 minutes one hour if you can you just focus on yourself. And it's not a question of, of taking a nap or, or scrolling your smartphone. No, it's, you, you have, my method is first identify what's bringing you back your energy. Sometimes it's, it's not a nap you need. It's not a lack of sleep. Sometimes it's going for a walk, be connected with the nature, drawing, 
painting, going uh, talk with a friend, I don't know, just observe what you feel after you have done something like this, identify what's bringing you energy, observe, okay, I feel better when I go for a walk uh, in the nature. So repeat it, repeat it. Every day you have to, 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 to put a discipline in, play, in place and repeat it every day. And when you feel more relaxed, who benefits from that? You at the first place. It's the most important thing. You at the first place. And then who next? Your family. Yeah, all the other one around you, you radiate a good energy, you radiate your good vibes. So it's just basic. You focus on yourself, you feel good, you feel better, you feel more relaxed, and the other one benefits from that. So it's just basic. It's not selfishness. It's the contrary of selfishness. That's so very true. Yeah, and it reminds me actually of Oprah Winfrey. I believe it's Oprah, Oprah Winfrey who says, you know, you have to fill your cup first because you cannot pour from an empty cup, right? And this is literally what you are talking about. But it's true, the way we were raised and, you know, society's expectation uh, from of, of women as mothers or as, uh, you know, wife, as uh, daughters, uh, we are always in the doing, in the doing, in the doing, right? You have to do this, do that, do this, do that. And of course, social media has amplified it, right? And, and, and so we are so much in the doing, in the doing that we forget about being. And most of us, including myself, it's getting better now, but we don't even know how to be right we are so used to do and to chase the, the next thing and the next thing and the next thing that we forget about being so tell us a little bit more about you know what you have observed between you know doing versus being and how can we recenter more on us being uh in order you know to thrive in everything that we do basically so I, I would just say that it's it's hard for me too. You know, I'm not uh, saying that I, I can't do this. I'm 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 a work in progress on this. We are this all a work we in progress. <laughs> but yeah, um, the the first thing for me, and there is a, a free online test that I recommend to 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 have. It's it's really simple and to to do. And you will know as the result of this test, your nat natural strength. What are you good at? For example, for me, I am good at recognizing beauty everywhere. I am uh, kind um, and I love to learn. So when you get the results of this test, you, it will be easier to, to identify some things to do that you would prefer doing to gain back some energy. So you, you take this test and you will say, okay, I like, I like the beauty. So what can I do? For example, it's beauty, one of your first. There is 21. In the result, you will have 21 results. So first of all, it's really, uh, it's really fun to see all these natural strengths. So the, the, the person, uh, the person on your side, it will be completely different. So focus on your natural strengths and you can be really proud of that because for you, it's natural. 
for me, it's natural to see beauty everywhere. I see beauty in people. I see beauty in Darin. Uh, when I, when as soon as I met uh, I meet someone new, I I I see his beauty. I have a strong intuition too. So yes, first the the purpose of this test is to know yourself. And what's what's the what's the name of the test? Uh, it's V E R V I A strength. V I A strength. V I A strength. It's a free uh, test online. Just uh, answer the questions, and ten five ten minutes, you get the results by email, and you have your twenty first natural strengths. And you can Ooh. also just um, see if if. If also, if, if you want to go a little bit further, if your job, if your, uh, if your friends are also aligned with your values, it, mm -hmm. it's of your values also. Yeah. And sometimes you say, yes, I, am, uh, I have some strong values. Family is one of my values. Well, I thought that before I had the test. And I, to my surprise, uh, family was not in the 10 first values it was not in my 10 first values. oh wow but interesting far more important for me and beauty is is, is the first one <laughs> beauty is the first one learning is the second one for me i have to i love to learn and if i don't learn anything once in a day i i can't feel well <laughs> I, i don't feel well so yeah first thing is knowing better know yourself focus on yourself invest in yourself and that is being because when you know who you are who you truly are you you are in the being and it, it can be uh, counterintuitive but the more time you spend on being the more efficient you will be in the doing there is a lot of people talking about meditation these times. Meditation is sometimes something that we found, find difficult to hard to do. I have discovered that going for a walk with my doggy every day for an hour, it's like an hour of meditation for me. Mm. So think out of the box. You don't have to sit down in front of a, of a white wall if it doesn't suit you. If it's not okay for you, don't do it. But I have observed that after one hour walk in the nature with my dog, even if it's raining, even if it's, I don't care. It's a discipline. Every day I go for a walk with my doggy. And what I have discovered is that when I go back from my work, so sometimes during my work, I have some solutions to problems that I have profession, professional problems or family problems or during my work, as I have, I am in the process of letting go. My mental is calming. My body is 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 working. So I am I am no more in the brain, in the mental. I am in the body, and mm -hmm. the solutions they come sometimes. It's not magic. It's just that if you when you let go, ideas are coming, and I am more efficient after a one-hour walk. That's yeah. why I said sometimes it's counterintuitive. You don't, it's illogical, but sometimes I am ready for a three hour nonstop work be because I had so much ideas that I've, that came during the work. 
that I am more efficient afterwards. So okay. yeah, you know, like, and I can relate because most of my ideas, uh, they come when I'm either like on a walk outside or when I'm in the shower, actually. <laughs> but you know, it's why because as you said, you let it go, and so when you let it go, you 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 open. And you you open your mind and you 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 leave some room for your brain actually to create and you know to think of actually then when being in the doing 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 you are so focused your attention is so focused on doing the, on executing the task that you don't leave enough room for your brain to create and think outside of the box so that's that's very true um what would be the last thing that you would like to share for uh, uh, our uh, listeners, you know, uh, who are struggling uh, to be a little bit more themselves and who would like to simply see the beauty in everything. Well, I, I would like to recommend a book. Uh, so it's the French version. I'm French, so yeah. But the author is an American woman, Bethany Webster. In, 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 um, in English, it's Discovering the Inner Mother. Okay. And this book is, is really uh, important for women because you have to learn to be your own mother. Yeah. I, I am lucky enough to have had uh, a, kind, a kind mother, although this was chaos in my family. My mother, she stood here. She was a strong woman. And I, I am lucky enough to have uh, her example in mind. But even if she was not perfect, like all we, we mother, we are not perfect. Discovering your inner mother is putting all your kindness, your um, patience, compassion that you give to your children, or if you are not a mother, to your friends, to your families, or whatever people it is. Put all this patient, kindness, compassion to yourself. Be your own mother, be your own best friend, choose your thoughts, choose yourself, say yes to yourself, be kind to yourself. And yeah, let's don't don't, don't listen to what I just said. Test it. Test yeah. one thing one time a day, and you will see the results. And 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 I would like to finish by this question. If you don't take care of yourself, who will? Exactly. That's a profound question. And, and I hope that you have, or if not, that this conversation will uh, help you find the answer. So Ghislaine, thank you so much for being with us today. That was a wonderful conversation. And for those of you uh, watching us and listening, I will see you next week for another uh, live episode of Stand Up From The Crowd. So thank you everyone, you take care and you stay safe. Bye-bye. Thank you, you Darin. bye-bye. Voila!